everybody, welcome back to the Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Golden, and today, after a long drought, we're finally talking about Windwalkers. And of course, we have to talk about Windwalkers, we have to talk to the man uh, himself, uh, Babylonius. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm pretty good. How are you? Uh, excellent. Surviving the times. It was like s- storming yesterday and the day before. Now it's like sunny outside. <laughs> just, mm. just crazy, crazy weather. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, we're just kind of uh, shaking off winter. It, it, yeah, today was beautiful, but uh, <laughs> trying to get you know trying to get into the spring and hopefully into summer. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it's you know the. I guess not finished, but the first couple weeks of the patch 7.2 um, with a bunch of uh, new information coming out and hot fixes and whatnot. And uh, just wanted to get uh, basically Windwalker back in the talk since there has been some changes and kind of go over the 7.2 artifact update and everything like that just to kind of do a little bit quick uh, a bridge and then also talk about uh, your next adventure as far as uh, in the community um, that you're that actually just launched last week. Correct. Yeah. About, yeah. Week. About two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's when the when the patch hit. Uh, so yep. we'll kind of go over that kind of stuff. So if people can, if you're if you're not Wind Wake, uh, Wind Waker, <laughs> Wind Walker, Wind Waker. Playing Zelda whatever. much? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I have a just a just a Freudian slip there. Um, but uh, yeah. So if you are a Wind Walker, or if you're not a Wind Walker, this might be one to uh, you know step out. Uh, but if you are, uh, yeah, we usually it's like kind of funny. We usually have heavy shows of Wind Walker. It's like almost every like two-thirds of the shows are Windwalkers just because it seems easier to get them on to talk. Um, but again, thanks, Babylonius, for taking the time out. And so we'll jump right into it uh, and talk about Windwalkers in 7.2. Um, the main patch notes has an 8% more damage with Tiger Palm, Blackout Kick, and Rising Sun Kick. Uh, can you kind of explain to people the circumstances behind this that you've you know you've noticed is it just based on feedback scaling is there scaling issues pertaining to this buff that uh, happened in seven two maybe uh, item adjustments or anything uh, so just I guess give your feedback to the people out there who are kind of wondering why there is a a nice bump for windwalkers sure um, you know we kind of uh, you know we kind of needed a single target boost uh, anyone who's played windwalkers or been been in a raid with uh, Windwalkers know that Windwalkers are, re- you know, really have no problem with cleave or with AOE, but when it comes to single target, um, we struggle quite a bit, uh, pretty noticeably behind uh, many other specs. So uh, this was a small buff. Um, it's hard to say whether it was due to scaling, even though um, in reality there is kind of a scaling issue that will pop its head up, I think, uh, shortly into Tomb, if not right before it, if if it... Um, if it isn't adjusted, uh, but uh, <clears throat> you know, Windwalkers kind of have their, I guess their preference and their niche is uh, AOE and, and cleave, and and because of that, single target often gets left behind. Um, so I think this buff uh, was both to help Windwalkers a little bit in the single target situation, as well as uh, provide a little bit of compensation for um, the some of the legendary changes that. Um, that occurred that some people were not all that thrilled with. So, uh, you know, it's kind of, uh, 7.2, thank God, didn't have as many moving parts as 7.1.5, even though 7.2 was quite hectic because they really only gave us a couple of days' notice. Uh, It still wasn't as bad as 7.15. But, uh, yeah, the single target buff, um, it it actually added on to what was given to us a couple weeks ago, a couple months, um, and they actually just kind of rounded it up 
uh, their Windwalkers have a, a Windwalker aura. A bunch of specs have a, a kind of a personal damage increasing aura uh, that's hidden. It's not a buff that you'll see or anything, but um, if you go on Wowhead, you can find it. Um, it's just literally called Windwalker Monk. So this was kind of a modification onto what already existed um, and just kind of gave us a little bit more umph in single target to help us keep up a little bit, but uh, it still probably could use to be uh, a little bit more in my opinion. Yeah, um, I think the one thing with Windwalkers, which, I mean, we, it, and I'm like tooting the old horn again, uh, but it just seems like they always react too late or too early. You know, going back to the last expansion, Warlords, where we were really strong in the get-go, right? I mean, Windwalkers were really good on most of the fights um, coming out of the gate, and then it just kind of trailed off because they nerfed right off the bat a little too soon, in my opinion based on other classes yep. that scale a little bit better. Obviously, we have a different um, mastery now, which is great. Um, everything's, everything is good on there. Um, but overall, it just seems like they're always, oh, wait, we, you know, Windwalker's really bad. Let's, let's buff them or let's nerf them as a result. Uh, I mean, I, I think it might be too, you know, it's kind of been embedded in there, but do you feel, and this is might be me jumping ahead a little bit in what I want to kind of talk about, um, but do you think Windwalker could get the axe at some point? Do you th- or do you think that it's just too far along, the design team has too much in, but but do you feel that it could be where Windwalkers are just removed from the game? And it's a serious question. I don't like joke most of the time, but it just, to me, feels like they just don't care as, compared to other classes. Um, I, I think it's hard to say. I don't think it will ever get to the point where Windwalker will just kind of straight up be removed. I mean, I don't, I don't think we've really even seen that. That would kind of be unprecedented. Uh, really for the most part in the game but um, I really I think the struggle of being a Windwalker is that Windwalker um, seems to always be the spec that is playing by Blizzard's rules um, and when we're not playing by Blizzard's rules uh, then we are brought back in line so um, you know one example is that Blizzard always said um, you know a recent example to be talking about 7.2 um, is that you know Blizzard said that they wanted legendaries to be more general uh, or situational you know the ones that are more general shouldn't be as strong as the ones that are situational um, but what Windwalkers found before 7.2 is that uh, drinking horn cover the wrist legendary that buffs um, storm earth and fire and now serenity um and katsuo's eclipse the uh legendary boots that reduce the chi cost of fist of fury um they were so far ahead of the other legendaries that they were used in all situations single target aoe whatever uh they were just always the best and that kind of went against what blizzard's uh what Blizzard said their their design philosophy was. Uh, so in 7.2, we got kind of a rebalancing of legendaries. Um, I think they did a really great job in terms of what their purpose was in rebalancing legendaries. Um, but there are still many other classes that have kind of those outlier legendaries, those ones that are really strong that everybody wants um, that are much better than others. Um, you know, another uh, more recent example, um, you know, going back to 715 and, and with the release of Nighthold was the Convergence of Fates trinket. And Convergence of Fates, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it reduces the cooldown of uh, Storm Earth and Fire and Serenity uh, by, by five seconds uh, each time it procs. And when it came out, it had a 6.3 proc per minute rate. Uh, so you could have Serenity and Storm Earth and Fire on a one minute cooldown. Uh, which was absolutely insane, uh, especially now that in 7.2 they've added split personality, which reduces the cooldown even further. Um, but, you know, it was going to be a far away outlier. You know, everyone was going to want 
convergence of fates on their Windwalker. It was just going to be insane. Uh, so they nerfed it. They nerfed it from 6.3 down to 2.4 for Storm, Earth, and Fire, and from 6.3 to 1.6 uh, on Serenity. And that was just, it just destroyed the trinket really for us. It made it very situational, um, you know, which was fine because it was just too strong and I understand what they were doing. But then you look at some classes like Warriors um, and how they've used uh, Drought of Souls or Draft of Souls, however you pronounce it. Um, and the fact that that trinket is so far and away better than any other trinket for them. Uh, so that was just kind of another, you know, two examples of uh, kind of the life of the Windwalker is always playing within Blizzard's rules. And when we're not playing within Blizzard's rules, we get nerfed or somehow changed to be back in the rules while we have to watch all these other specs, um, you know, kind of play outside the rules. So uh, it, it's not an easy, it's not an easy life uh, constantly playing by the rules because it's hard to justify uh, or so I should say it's hard to fight against their changes when their changes are are consistent with their design philosophy. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we can kind of look at all these other specs and say, well, how come, you know, we don't get any anything fun to play with, you know, for more yeah. than a week or two? Well, I, mean, I think a lot of it, do you think, has to do with the amount of players in the player base? I mean, I remember back in the day when, you know, Windwalker was pretty decent off the get-go. I mean, the, the, you, there was a, but there's a huge gap in the in the the level of play for a Windwalker, you know, this is back in Mist is what I mean. Like when they first came out, mm-hmm. there was a high level. Like if you were good, you were the best. Like you were maybe top, always number one or top five in your, in your rate and damage all the time. Right. But if you weren't, you were bottom of the bottom of the damage meters just because of how difficult it was at the time to play the class. You know, not, not, not many guides out. The community was, you know, really small. And then as a result of them, you know, not really buffing or like you said, outliers of other classes, Warlocks being, you know, the one that went, went to Shaman, you know, uh, Enhancement Shaman at one point was like the ones you wanted to go to, Warriors, etc. Did it right. seem like that it happened to be the the dwindling of the class base is why they feel they can just make these changes because it's going to affect a minute amount of players versus, say, a Warrior, where is probably one of the most played classes that if they nerf some of their trinkets and artifacts and, you know, everything, you know, from the get-go that they're going to either see a big backlash or that it's going to affect raids the most? Like, uh, what, what would you, do you think it's more of just a design philosophy or is it just that the the person, the dev who is in charge of the monitoring monks is just doing a better job than, than the other people? Or is it just easier to tune a Windwalker versus tuning other classes? I'm just trying to feel um, like, what, what would you think if you were like, you know, I mean, obviously we're, we're going off the end of speculating, you know, speculating what, you know, Blizzard is going through with multiple people, multiple hats that they have there. But do you just think that they have a better idea of Monk? Or is it just that the other classes have so many more players that they don't want to tweak anything? Like until it's like too late almost. Um, I think it's, it's, that's actually a pretty interesting question. Um, maybe worth even uh, writing an article um, about it over the next couple of weeks. That's not really something I had put a lot of thought into recently. Um, I had been saying, you know, really since Alpha for Legion that a lot of these Legion changes were, even though they were kind of nerfs in a way that they took away a part or a chunk of the, um, of the spec that had become iconic, like Tiger's Eye Brew and stuff. Um, you know, I, I had kind of been telling people, you know, at the time uh, that it should make Windwalkers much easier to balance and much easier to tweak. And I think we're seeing that a little bit now in Legion um, to where it is kind of these minor, you know, um, you know, it really was a relatively minor change uh, for the couple legendaries to make them better, to make them worse, to bring them in line. It was a relatively minor change uh, to make Convergence of Fates into a situational trinket instead of just the 
full-on, you know, bananas crazy uh, trinket that it was going to be. Um, so I think there's a certain level of uh, the fact that it's they've just made it easier. Uh, before Legion, Windwalkers, you know, with the bugs and Stormearth and Fire and stuff, and um, how things like Stormearth and Fire uh, worked with Chi Explosion, which, you know, like you mentioned uh, back at the start of Warlords with how strong Windwalkers was, you know, Windwalkers were, uh, that was really the result of the fact that they seemingly had done very little testing or listened to very little of us testers about how strong that combination was going to be. Um, and that's what led to the nerfs in High Mall, which I would agree were certainly uh, heavy-handed. Um, but, you know, going back to, um, going back to Mists, you know, Anyone who played in Mists knows that, uh, you know, might remember that Windwalkers got a different mastery every raid tier. Um, you know, so you kind of had to learn different things. The first mastery in the first tier was what we call Combo Breaker now, and mastery just increased your chance at the Combo Breaker. Um, the second mastery increased your uh, the amount that you generated with, uh, sorry, the amount of damage that you got from Tiger's Eye Brew. That turned out to be an, an insane scaling mess. Um, the, the especially best, when, that was that was when, the best the best one. <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, well, okay, anyone just, who anyone who got a hold of Rune Ridge, Rune it's You know, right, Roro. Anyone who got to play with that, I mean, yeah, it was. It, I mean, it was my favorite time to play a Windwalker. Yeah. You know, pretty much hands we down. Were like but, bottom of the list, and then you proc, I mean, and then all of a sudden you're number one. <laughs> and then, and yeah, like, I mean, by I, a lot. You know, I, I finished thrown with just about best in slot gear, and, and you know, and, and I loved, I loved that. Because I loved balancing my stats. I love that mm -hmm. all stats mattered, you know, at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, when you're talking about hitting Tiger's Eye Brew and it doing, you know, increasing your damage by almost 400 yeah. <laughs> percent, uh, you know, it gets a little uh, gets a little crazy. But you know, so then they 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 changed our mastery again mm -hmm. um, in uh, Siege to uh, increase a chance to give us Tiger's another Tiger's Eye Brew stack, uh, and that lasted um, really throughout Warlords. Although no one really uh, mastery was, you, know, you kind of wanted to avoid it. Uh, at all costs throughout warlords and now they've changed our mastery again so um i think there's i think there's a lot going on you know i think it's possible that you know whoever's um you know there, there's so many i think choices about things that could explain it uh windwalkers have never really kind of had their direction um been stuck with you know blizzards have never really stated what they want windwalkers to do um what we're supposed to specialize in you know stuff like that they've They've kind of vaguely said it, but then it always seems to change quite frequently. Well, I think wasn't um, it, uh, wasn't it was a ghost crawler back when he was the uh, head said, "Well, hey, they can heal." Like, yeah, like, well, <laughs> I mean, if you want to go back to siege when they told us that we were, you know, we were just all playing the spec wrong. Oh uh, yeah, that was yeah, you know, the haste, the whole haste debacle. Yeah, we just, you know, <laughs> right? How come, you know, oh, you guys are just, uh, you're just not playing, you yeah. know, the way that we've meant meant you to play it. So, um, you know, I, I think it's it's been a lot of that. I think the fact that the community is relatively small, um, you know, plays a part in it. It makes it a little bit easier for us to tweak. But, um, you know, in the Windwalker community, you know, uh, you know, I've take I, I can probably take a lot of responsibility for. Um, and, you know, Callie and Heenan and all those that came before me, um, you know, we always really tried to present things in a more mature and more factual manner rather than just freaking out in the forums. Um, and in some cases, I think that served us really well. Um, and in other cases, I think we're not quite as feared, um, you know, kind of like you, you alluded to, uh, where if you mess up something with warriors, you're going to have 10 times as many people freaking out about it. So um, I think it's, it's very difficult to say. I think um, it would be nice 
if other classes, you know, Windwalkers required very little attention to kind of keep them in the realm of what Blizzard wanted. Um, and other classes, I think, take a, require a lot more attention. Um, you know, so it would be kind of nice if either they focused their attention and made it more fair or let us play with the fun and shiny things for more than a week or two. I mean, anyone who got Convergence of Fates, you know, only got to play with it being crazy for a week before it was nerfed. Um, you know, whereas Warriors have been able to use Drought of Souls for the entire, you know, um, for the entirety of, of uh, Nighthold. So, I mean, it just, there's so many, you know, things and a lot of people have come down on me and come down on other people because, uh, you know, we do spend a lot of time trying to put out fires and stop people from just freaking out, <laughs> uh, you know, but it, it it's a hard, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You know, do we, do we present things the way that Blizzard wants us to present them mm -hmm. and then assume that they're going to react in the way that we want them to react? Or do we respond, you know, like some other specs do and other classes do and just, you know, set their forums on fire and then hope <laughs> that they, you know, try to put, put the fires out by changing something. I mean, it's, it's kind of a balancing act and, and, you know, um, the couple times that I have, you know, uh, kind of let people go, especially with some of the more recent changes where I said, all right, you know, now it's, now it's time to go to the forums and let's, you know, let's freak the heck out. So, uh, I think it's hard, you know, it's so many, uh, with so many classes to balance. And even if, if it's one guy, I think he's doing a great job with Windwalkers, <laughs> you know? Uh, and I think maybe, yeah, the other, the other class people are not doing as great of a job as this Windwalker guy, he should be promoted, but, um, you know, it does, it does, it's certainly defeating, you know, when other classes kind of really get to play with the fun, shiny toys for more than uh, Windwalkers do, and we get to play with it for a couple of days or a week or so. Yeah, and I think a lot of it just comes down to if if you stack more than one Windwalker, there must be a bug. That must something must be wrong, right? Right. I mean, anytime you look at any other classes, like three, four rogues, oh, everything's fine. That's how you're supposed to play. Three, four warriors, everything's good. You know, DKs, etc. Like you just stack one class, that's fine. But when it comes to Windwalkers. Or even Mistweavers or Brewmaster. I mean, Brewmasters, I think, are the only ones that had the longest strength in the Monk class versus mm -hmm. just because you wanted to have two for, you know, I think it was all through Warlords almost, you wanted to have two. Or uh, or even Mist was, you know, when towards the end of Mist, it was, they're starting to get really, really strong. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's just it's just very unfortunate that it happens to be this way uh, with how the Monk is. And I, and I, I think I'm just, you know, trying to, people out there are, are probably frustrated. And also, I think the one thing too, which is a detriment, is because of the, it doesn't seem like you said we don't have like don't have the shiny toys as much as other classes or other specs that it, you, people get very disconcerted about playing a windwalker. They're like, I'm not going to put my time into doing all this work, farming the AP I need, getting all this other you know stuff I need to get done on my windwalker when I can just go play a mage and just be OP forever, or I can be a, a priest, right. or I can you know be maybe something else that I can be more of a situational. But at least I'll know my role. And almost like you said. They need to maybe come out and have a, hey, this is what we want monks to be. This is what we want brewmasters to be, misweavers. We want, I mean, I think they've even said it for misweavers and, and brewmasters, but they've never really said it for windwalkers. They're, spo they're supposed to be originally, right. I think, like a hybrid almost. Like they can do some healing. They're very survivable focused, is which is, and then, but then it would say it started removing that due to just removing personal cooldowns from people. It's just very strange of where windwalker is, especially right now in Legion. So hopefully. Uh, Tomb of Sargeras isn't going to be too bad, and um, like you said, having all this stealth buff, these stealth uh, damage boosts, um, is you know one thing that they do. And then this eight percent on Blackout Kick, uh, Rising Sun Kick, and then Tiger Palm uh, is just kind of one of those things where they see that they're not doing good off the bat. Um, 
And, you know, there was always the one thing is, you know, someone has to be last in DPS, right? Someone has to be the last place in DPS. And then hopefully it just isn't always Windwalker. <laughs> you know, share, share, the, right. share the wealth. I mean, if it's like, for instance, a boom chicken, um, I mean, again, it, it, you know, they have another DPS spec. I think that's what people go to. But, but then it's, again, it's a feral druid versus a, a you know, range damager. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's a mage, they can go arcane or fire. They always have one good spec that they can play or frost. Right. Um, and then I, I think it's just going to be, uh, especially with, I think, do you think legendaries pl- plays a big part in that? Like how the balancing is di- more difficult, it seems like, for, for Windwalkers this uh, this expansion versus previous ones? Like, it, it, do you think it's just because, like you mentioned, how, you know, Windwalkers had a, you know, really good, uh, you know, uh, legendary, but then it got, you know, removed pretty quickly versus other classes, is that part of it? Because I know they were saying that they're kind of behind on legendaries, and then you had that big developer Q and A where they talked about bringing everything in line, and it does look like everything's more in line now for everybody versus how it was previously. Do you feel it's is a result of the addition of legendaries? And then, what are your thoughts on with Tuma Sargeras legendaries, and you know, going all those going forward? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know it was kind of a problem that you know many people, if not everyone, saw it coming. Uh, you know, when they added legendaries uh, like this and they added artifacts and stuff, you know, there was a lot of balance issues, you know, in the game previous to Legion, um, you know, so it didn't really make a lot of sense that adding more moving parts would make it, would make balancing easier. And But I do think to a certain extent that's how it's happened. Um, you know, I, I think, I do think legendaries, because of how they, many of them were designed to be situational, um, they are harder to balance, you know, so... How strong can, for example, um, the Emperor's Capacitor, which is the chest legendary that buffs Crackling Jade Lightning for Windwalkers, you know, it's really a a single target focused legendary. So how much stronger should it be in single target? How decent should it be in multiple targets? You know, I I think it it adds another layer of complexity um, that uh, can make it easier to balance because it gives you kind of something else to specifically target, but at the same time, having more uh, moving pieces to balance, I, I think, uh, makes it bigger, or makes it more difficult in in the macro level. Um, you know, looking forward towards towards Tomb. You know, right now, I think um, Windwalkers are not in the greatest of spots. You know, we're really starting to kind of uh, come to that realization. There are many fights in Nighthold that Windwalkers are very strong on because of our. Our, our penchant for uh, Cleave and for AoE, but Tomb has a lot more single target focused bosses and Windwalker is pretty noticeably behind in single targets. So I'm, you know, we're really hoping and uh, I don't want to say expecting, uh, you know, cause you can never really expect anything with buffs and nerfs, but I'm really hoping um, that something happens, you know, to prepare us for Tomb so that Windwalker is able to be competitive because, you know, at a point our strength in AoE and in Cleave is not going to be enough to outweigh, our detriment in single target. Um, you know, bosses do still have to die, and typically bosses are single target characters. Um, you know, so even though AOE may have to happen in a raid, you know, the boss is still single target. Um, Tychondrus is a great example. I was reading mm-hmm. an article um, by Talby, actually, um, which should hopefully be out on the site in a couple days. Um, and, you know, where he kind of talked about the fact that on Tychondrus, if you bring a Windwalker, because of how strong Windwalkers are at AOE, during the bat phase, the uh, whatever night phase it's called, mm-hmm. um, you know, a Windwalker just makes that phase almost mindless. I mean, you know, you're able to kill 30, 40 bats, uh, you know, with just by bringing one Windwalker. But by bringing that Windwalker, because um, 
Windwalkers are not very strong in single target, you may struggle to beat the Enrage timer on the boss. Yeah. You know, so it, it's we have this niche, and we're very, very strong um, at AOE, but it's getting to the point where, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, what we're giving up to be that strong in, mm. in such a specific situation uh, may be getting too much, and other classes are, you know, if a class can provide 90% of our AOE and 130% of our single target, you know, why not just bring them? Um, you know, <laughs> a lot of people are, are finding, you know, people flock to Windwalkers at the start of Legion. Windwalkers yeah. was really made a lot easier for people to pick up and learn and a lot more fun in mine and many people's opinions. Um, you know, but because of the grind with AP, you know, like you mentioned, and legendary luck and stuff like that, um, you know, people don't want to take a chance, you know, anymore. It's, it's a lot more difficult to take a chance on a class, uh, you know, that you may enjoy, and especially when, uh, you know, getting them raid ready may also mean grinding the heck out of AP and hoping for the right legendaries. So um, I think mm -hmm. people are a lot more static in their classes now than they really have ever been, uh, despite the fact that Blizzard really went into Legion trying to make it more alt-friendly. I think many of us are finding that it's less alt-friendly. <laughs> um, know, what do you mean? What do you mean but, you have like 50 million AP you have to do? <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, so I mean, you know, part of, you know, the artifact knowledge thing <laughs> makes it easier, yes, in the long run, but in the short term, I can't put any points into my brewmaster weapon or spend any time on another character because, you know, then my main character in my main spec is slipping. So um, going into Tomb, you know, I think Windwalker design-wise is, is in a good place. I think um, it's getting to the point where Serenity may... Uh, come back it was really strong for a while and then they nerfed it or quote-unquote fixed a bug with it which we had all reported to them months pre pre previously and they just kind of decided to to fix it and they fixed it the opposite of how we thought it was broken um but uh you know going into tomb design wise i think windwalker's in a really great place um but there has to be some kind of changes with numbers and and kind of how we play because the fact that all of our sing the majority of our single target damage comes from AOE spells uh, makes us be too strong in AOE and not strong enough in single target. So there's got to be some kind of tweaking. Um, hopefully, not a total overhaul going to tomb. You know, there's uh, I've I tweet Blizzard you know every week or every other week with with kind of my suggestions for uh, helping Windwalkers, especially just in single target, without really affecting how strong we are in, in AOE. You know, we just have to kind of hope that they start listening and start noticing that. Uh, you know, a Windwalker on Botanist, um, because Botanist is really one of the few really single target damage fights, um, you know, is 25 to 30% behind, uh, you know, the, the top DPS um, specs. Whereas, you know, on an AOE fight like Tychondrius, um, you know, we may only be 10 or 15% ahead of, you know, anybody else, you know, so it's, I'm, I'm hoping they're going to start paying attention and we're going to start getting some, uh, some actual love, you know, rather than kind of bringing us in line with Blizzard. I think we're in line with their philosophy. So now, you know, we're playing by their, their rules and they have to, you know, kind of step up and help us uh, be able to actually play, you know, their game. Yeah, I think the interesting is going to be, like you mentioned, what they do if it comes out the first week and like monks are just, really bad and no one's sitting like I me mean, but then we've already seen this before right if monks are bad right off the get-go they don't do anything versus other classes right. if you're sitting a mage like there's no mages in your raid group up oh, up oh, hotfix like right away and i mean to me it's just frustrating. i think it more for me and a lot of other windwalkers out there it's just frustrating 
that you know you do put so much time in like you mentioned versus like alt, not being alt friendly because you have to force gear into your main character if you're in a, in a competitive raid environment and having it to where you know you can't be like oh that's okay when walker's bad this patch i'll just swap to my other class you know we really don't want that to happen in our community because you want the community to be strong and you want to have people that's been playing one walker since the beginning like myself you know i did swap it a little bit but you know that's because my at the rate at the time didn't have a certain class uh, warrior that was op and so they asked me if i could do it type of thing so it's one of those to where if you know, you want people to stay on the class that they choose to play versus one that they're kind of forced. Oh, I can't play this because it's bad. Um, right. I, I, I yeah. don't, it, it, do you think that having artifact? Do you think like tweaking the artifact stuff will help? Um, in seven two, they opened up, uh, or I mean, they opened up the new traits. Yeah, seven two. Where's the seven one five? I always forget. Uh, yeah, the new seven, traits came uh, in seven two. Seven two. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I see time time flies when when you're when you're uh, uh retired <laughs> retired from yeah. heavy hardcore rating it's like what's it was it was January last week what uh, year is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but uh for the the artifact power and I guess the bane for a lot of people to be able to get it quickly uh, but do you think that they can add in some more percentages into the boosting for specifically classes that need it and specs that need it or do you think that it's going to have to take more just baseline numbers like they did with the 8% boost? No. And, and I, you know, that's, that's kind of, um, you know, kind of, kind of something I was, I was trying to talk about earlier, you know, where they've added all these moving parts. So yeah, I mean, it, you know, instead of maybe changing the base, you know, attack power uh, coefficient of a spell, they might be able to just tweak the artifact rate that comes along with that spell. Um, you know, so there, there, there are a lot more options for how they can tweak things. Um, you know, they just kind of have to do it. I mean, they certainly, you know, if they want to increase, you know, Windwalker's single target damage, they can buff our traits like Rising Winds or Dark Skies, um, you know, without touching something like Fists of the Winds or, you know, a uh, power of a thousand cranes, you know, so they can they could tweak it that way they could tweak you know how they've been doing at least the last couple of weeks with these behind the scenes auras um which really make kind of figuring out your damage potential in game a real pain and uh was a real annoyance with working into my spreadsheet but um you know it really uh they have all these parts that can be moved so little tweaks here and there you know might be a lot easier to do um currently um but at the same time it seems to be a lot easier for something to go awry. Um, with the new traits, you know, Windwalker saw pretty much right off the bat that split personality, the trait that decreases the cooldown of spinning of uh, Storm Earth and Fire and Serenity was buffed almost immediately um, from three seconds per rank to five seconds per rank. And that was a pretty huge change um, because at four, it, you know, it added basically an extra sec, an extra eight seconds of cooldown reduction to those abilities. Um, which was pretty respectable, um, and it certainly made the traits or the relic that bear that trait in Tomb uh, a little more um, attractive. Uh, you know, so I, I think we we do see that quite a bit, where they are able to kind of hot fix um, a, a little ch a little tweak here and there to the artifacts in order to make things be a little bit more gradual. Um, you know, so I, I think with how they added the traits, you know, once you get to really once you filled everything else in. And you get to the point where you're adding, um, 
where you're adding traits into the the bonus one concordance of the legion fall i'm not sure if it's the same for everybody but i think it is um you know that's got 50 ranks you know the you, you need trillions of ap to get to rank 50 um you know so but and each step after one is a is a relatively small step and the, the first step is like 2000 um, agility it is for for windwalkers then each step above that is an additional 200 uh, you know so kind of once you hit that point every step above it is a relatively small increase so that would be the time to start adding points into your other traits but to get there you know is a lot I mean uh, I've got another I, I don't grind AP as much as other people but you know I've got like another uh, 10 traits before I get there or whatever it ends up being so um, it, so the artifacts casual, are, are really that you're saying you're just a casual? Yeah, basically. You know, I, mean, I spent so much time uh, sitting here on Discord and yeah. doing articles on my site. I don't have a lot, to, a lot of time to play. Um, yeah, I, I get a lot of. Actually, I just had somebody the other day saying, well, you know, why don't, uh, you know, asking why doesn't Babylonius use Memento of Angerboda trinket? And uh, I said, well, I don't, I don't have it. And they're like, oh, you know, you haven't farmed it up in Maw. I was like, no, I've done Maw like 15 times. I haven't done mod two or 300 times like other people. Like I got a daughter, I got a job, you know, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I was, I just casual, casual. Yeah. You know, I just hit 54 traits on my artifact, like the evening before 7.2. Mm -hmm. Like I was not months ahead. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, so for people like me, you know, which I really think is kind of the majority to a certain extent of the players, not necessarily of the, of the Raiders. Um, and certainly not the Raiders, you know, who kind of raid, you know the semi-hardcore-ish. You well, know, yeah, we're not meeting twenty-four-seven, but four to four hours a day. Like that, that would say right. that's semi-hardcore. I mean, it will mean again to me that's semi-hardcore to someone that's hardcore. So, right. but you, know, you get home and instead of like watching TV or watching the news or catching up on, you know, family life, you just go and raid for you know or do something for four hours every day. That's kind of the yeah like, yeah. And I mean, and, and and for me, for a long time, you know, it's kind of been sitting down and writing an article or sitting down and answering yeah. questions on Discord and stuff. So, um, you know, for Blizzard, you know, uh, you know, and this is kind of getting off topic to what we we're talking about, but um, um, with Legion, Blizzard really made uh, the the game a lot more rewarding for the super hardcore and a lot more rewarding for the casuals. But for people in between, we're in like this weird middle ground where. Uh, you know, we have a lot to do, but not necessarily the time to do it. So we feel like we're punished for not having the time mm -hmm. to do it, you know, and it really is kind of a, 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 an unfortunate limbo, um, you know, for what I think are kind of overall good changes for the game. Um, but, you know, like being a windwalker, you know, we're kind of stuck in this in-between where uh, we're not really sure what Blizzard wants us to be doing with the game. Yeah, uh, I think it's just very, it's difficult to see how go, going forward. I mean, we don't have their in their we're not in their rooms when they're doing the discussions on classes or where, you know, is this the last raid tier? I mean, I I think it is because of how where BlizzCon's coming up. It's a great time to say, hey, the next expansion is this, you know, or at least maybe not the last raid tier, but pretty close to it. Um, yeah, I, I I believe after Tomb we are going to Argus. I believe that's yeah. the the last raid tier. Um, so but I think I mean, we got like, two more left. Yeah, so but I mean I can see BlizzCon where they announce it, right? Or they announce the next expansion, right. or or something is being. I mean, just the way that it's they're they're pushing out everything. Um, we still don't even know when seven point two is. I mean, there's rumors of stuff, but there's no hard date as of right now, at least as they announced but right before we talked. Um, when seven, you know, seven point two, the uh, tumor sargeras has For been launched. Yeah, yeah. Um, most people are talking about uh, mid 
to late ish June, I think is, yeah, you know, which is about rumors, 12, but, 12 weeks, I think is what it's because they said four to right. 11, which makes it think like, okay, well, they're just going to time when it's good for them. I, I would presume after the uh, Memorial holiday there, uh, which for at least in the United States is a very large holiday. You know, they usually don't like mm-hmm. to have things come out on a holiday weekend. So I could see anything after the first week of June, uh, having it come out yeah. over the summer too, for a lot of people coming back, you know, maybe some people that are doing college or anything like that. Uh, or just high school players. Um, but uh, hopefully that, uh, you know, we get some more balancing and, and just having people able to uh, catch up and, uh, you know, with the artifact power, we'll make it to where it's balancing out. And I'm, I'm just, I don't know, I'm, I'm on the, not on the edge, but just frustrated. But then also this is kind of what we expect from Blizzard to do is not really to put too much emphasis on Windwalkers, at least from my my perspective. And mm-hmm. hopefully it changes and hopefully it's they, you know, they see more and tweak more. Maybe we just, you know, didn't, we got a first pass, but not necessarily a second or third. And they're hopefully going to come through and do that to buff. Cause like you mentioned, um, you know, you want to have a windwalker in the, at least one in the raid at all times. That's the goal for, for, you know, for, at least for me, for like in the high end guilds to see that. But if you only bring them in one fight out of the entire raid, that's not, a, that's not success. You know, that's not a successful balancing act. Um, do you feel the same way or do you think it's just, you know, more the, the way that they have to work with other classes as well to make it so that everybody's balanced oh. for, as for a raid, because, you know, we have a new one, you know, at least one additional, um, you know, spec, you know, with, with Demon Hunters being in there. Uh, do you feel that it, having one of each is their goal or do you think that's just like a pipe dream? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think they do kind of intend for, um, you know, one of each to be, um, to be brought in, you know, it, it's it's an interesting thing because, you know, like I talked about, because of how strong Windwalkers are in AOE, you really want to have one available uh, for when you need it. You know, my my guild, we have two, um, and the other one, the other Windwalker is just much better than I am at AOE and really at the game in general because he has more time. Um, but, uh, you know, we didn't, for a long time, we didn't have a warrior you know, and we got one who's an, who's a fantastic warrior. And we all of a sudden felt that single target boost because of how intense warriors are. Um, you know, we didn't have one previously. So, you know, I think, um, you know, there are certain specs right now. Um, Enhancement Shaman is, is what comes to mind that is um, decent at a lot of things, but not exceptional. Um, whereas a Windwalker, uh, I would classify as exceptional AOE. Um, but the problem is, you know, really kind of uh, decent, if not below average single target. So um, it, it's kind of, you know, do they want, you know, people to kind of keep with the same raid comp? You know, should you be able to run with one of each for everything and be fine and have it be balanced? Or do they want people to just kind of have access to one? You know, okay, this fight, you're going to bring your Windwalker in. Um, you know, with the buffs that we got, um, are, they were totally fine because we're still in Nighthold. And Nighthold has a lot of cleave and a lot of AoE and fights like Elisand or um, Tychondrius, Gul'dan, Windwalkers are very, very strong at. And Windwalkers have kind of historically always been uh, the best at progression fights, at the harder fights, um, and then fall off a bit and farm and on easier fights. But, um, you know, the fear is that you know, I mean, we're going to see uh, 7.2.5 is going to come out right around Tomb, and there will be, uh, you know, balancing changes and stuff. So we just kind of have to cross our fingers because uh, even though Windwalkers are, you know, kind of overall in a good spot for Nighthold, uh, without any changes, you know, we're not really going to be in a great spot 
uh, going into tombs. So we have to kind of hope that they change things before uh, all the, you know, people jump ship, um, you know, or are thoroughly defeated by um, how poor Windwalkers are in tomb. And, uh, you know, we'll just have to kind of wait and see and hope that the changes are proactive, um, you know, rather than reactive because Windwalkers do not have the greatest history of being reactively buffed. We are reactively nerfed, you know, as you said, rel very quickly. Um, but in terms of getting buffed or getting things improved for us, um, you know, i.e. the uh, Storm Earth and Fire Bugs that took, uh, I don't know, from the moment they were implemented in Throne till, you know, Christmas time this past year to finally get fixed. I mean, uh, you want to talk about a major part of the class that was not really working correctly uh, and it was just allowed to not work correctly for years, um, you know, and then we get you know, we're really good with something for a week and it gets nerfed. So, I mean, uh, we have to kind of hope that Blizzard starts being a little bit more proactive and kind of listening to our feedback a bit more. A lot of the stuff with Windwalkers, um, myself, Hina, and others are kind of left saying, you know, we told you so. You know, we figured this out months ago. We told you about it. We posted on the forums. We tweeted you, you know, we told you this was going to happen. How come you seem to be caught with your pants down? Um, you know, so we have to hope that eventually they're going to start listening to us ahead of time uh you know and uh hopefully we don't get any more uh moments that we're just not uh, playing the class the correct way uh, like we had in siege because that <laughs> still that still boils my blood oh no the, well haze is bad didn't you know i mean stacking haze is just stupid that's just not oh yeah. <laughs> uh, that's like yeah that's like the top, top 10 up there like uh just quit i think is another one that boils people bloods whenever the one yeah, recent if, one if you month. don't uh if you don't like grinding AP, just don't. That yeah, was that don't. was the more yeah. recent one. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. <laughs> or just quit. If you don't want to yeah. want to be in a hardcore. Don't rate game, hardcore. Yeah, don't rate hardcore if you don't want to. If you don't want to play the game hardcore. Oh, I know a couple people whose uh, blood pressure spiked on that <laughs> with those tweets. Uh, but I mean, that's that's just one thing. You know what happens too. You know, everybody at Blizzard is. You know, they're human. At least most of them, maybe. <laughs> there might be some robots in there, uh, but uh, uh, you know, so so having, I guess, opinions on it. You know. I think back in the day, everybody speculated that Ghostcrawler was a mage. I still think he was one, just because of how, how how good they were. So at all times, um, but uh, it, it's just kind of funny. Like you know, warlocks. Well, who's a warlock dev? Because warlocks are OP. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like that where no one's like, oh, who's who's the Windwalker dev? Because they're doing good. <laughs> it's, it's just more well, like and and that was always funny because you know, a long time if you ask the certain, uh, you know, the uh, the certain people who knew who were the developers and stuff, um, especially with uh, around the Death Knight community, oh. <laughs> um, that you know, the Death Knight, who the Death Knight developer was kind of well known for a while mm -hmm. um, because he played a Death Knight and was relatively active and stuff, and um, he just. Like Death Knights just constantly got shat on, just <laughs> regularly. Like it was like it didn't make it. Like he was going out of his way to not favor Death Knights, you know. Yeah. So it makes it, you know, it makes it really hard. Mm -hmm. Maybe Ghost Crawler uh, played everything but a mage. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. He, he felt that mages needed to be super strong <laughs> yeah. so that no one could could uh, get onto his secret. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be nice, you know, if um, some of us, you know, not even necessarily myself. Um, you know, but some other people who are a little more uh, math-minded uh, maybe had a little bit more of a direct connection to, mm -hmm. um, you know, the person who was working on it. I think it well, would be nice. There used you know, to if there be was a there used to be a forum, but then that got dissolved. And well, you, there there still is, but it's well. Uh, I mean, there another different forum. There used to be a different right. one, but that got kind of dissolved. It was more like a community, uh, you know, hookup where the, there was a forum between right. community members and directly the community team. 
Um, but unfortunately, that kind of went the way of the dodo uh, with the recent with you know Ghost Crawler stepping out, and I think it's more mm-hmm. maybe maybe a management change of how they're handling things with PRYs and whatnot. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, there there still is that you know kind of connection, but it seems to be you know not only is it invite only. But it seems to be that they're not really adding new people to those connections. Um, I mean, I've been doing this for a couple of years, and I still have to go through a couple channels to get things, you know, indirectly to Blizzard. I mean, you know, there are a lot of steps, um, you know, and it doesn't always get there, you know, stuff like that. So I really, you know, as much as people think I really have no uh, direct connection to Blizzard, even though, you know, I'd like to. So if anybody, you know, in Blizzard is, is you know, listening, <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I'm very respectful. You know, I give good tips. So, well, and, uh, and, you know, hook me up. Well, I think, I think, and, and, and touching on that point before we get into our last topic, um, I, I think that would be the best way to ease community's fears of saying, having, you know, not necessarily a point man for the community, like, you know, or a location for the community, because I know they definitely do, look at the top community sites or they you know look into feedback from the top community locations where people are mainly frequently going or put it posting their feedback like you know mmo or uh you know the pika serenity site or, or even the discord i know there's i know they're definitely in the discord the the developers are just at least mm-hmm. listening and seeing what people are doing um so it, it's i think it's just more of having a someone who says hey they know about it they're gonna look into it you know, that's it. I mean, that's right. what that's. But again, you have that they well, they know about it. why is it taking them eight months? They're not doing nothing. And then people start foaming at the mouth and you know their eyeballs turn red and they start getting all pissed off and everything like that. But I mean, that's just one thing. It, it's just knowing that it's getting looked into. You know, if you look at any other company, right. it seems that they go, oh, they're looking into it. Just even if it's just that just a simple we've let them know there it's on their list. But, you know, developers of anything it's just not there's not just one thing on a list there's like a thousand things or a million things on a list sure so it's just when they have to put that into a priority queue for them um I, yeah i mean i think uh you know i think it's 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 a little bit frustrating for me you know as well as other people you know because i don't um you know because i don't have that connection um you know i've been doing a lot of stuff you know with windwalkers for a couple of years now and it's not that i feel i deserve it but i kind of feel like it would make their jobs easier um, you know, I spend a lot of time, you know, putting fires out in Discord and on MMO Champion and, and other stuff, you know, so um, I guess it would be kind of nice to get a little bit of feedback, you know, like you said, or be like able email to say, that you can hey, this it. is yeah. right, you know, or, or, you know, just let me know whose Twitter I need to, you know, privately message, you know, not publicly, you know, just yeah. know, you know, okay, who's the person that can, if not, you know, make these changes or consider these changes, but pass them kind of directly yeah. on. Um, you know, we had a really good interaction uh, with um, uh, on uh, Ornix or Inks, whatever uh, the community manager. Um, you know, back in December, uh, around the time with Storm Earth and Fire changes. Uh, you know, he kind of came in as somewhat of our white knight, and I know he. Um, you know, he, he he spent a lot of time in our in our uh, in the Windwalker. Um, thread that we were talking about with the issues and uh, really kind of helped put people's mm-hmm. minds at ease. He went back and forth with me on Twitter a couple, you know, about a couple things. Um, and that really helped, uh, you know, a lot of people and it would have been nice, you know, I know other people have had uh, very different um, interactions, you know, even mm-hmm. with that same community manager. So, you know, it would be nice if, you know, for there to, for them to be a little bit more, um, I guess, connected, um, you know, they seem to want to be connected, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, not, not all of us, you know, who do kind of what I do for their specs are 
going to be mature and going to be oh, yeah. uh, respectful and stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, so I totally understand them not just kind of opening themselves up. You suck, quit your job. Um, You're not fixing this. Fix right. This now, I mean, quit. You know, there are certainly <laughs> even people, you know, who are effectively in my position, kind of at the head of a, of a spec community or a class community who are not really going to be the greatest people to just kind of have a conversation <laughs> with, um, you know, but, uh, you know, I think it just kind of would be nice if there was a place, if there was a way, you know, um, you know, just something so that, like you said, if, you know, that there's a problem, I know that I can send this to, to so-and-so who sends it to so-and-so, or I post it somewhere and just get, okay, you know, Roger that 10 four, you know, we, we read yeah. it. So I can say back to oh, other yeah. people, okay, you know, they've heard us, mm-hmm. you know, they're working on it, you know, just relax. And they, um, you know, because, they've, seen, they've heard the issue, like they've seen it. Because right. I think that's one issue with a lot of stuff, people going to the main forums or even the MMO when they're venting a lot of these problems that there's no one saying, hey, we understand that this is going on. Um, right. You know, but just like a, a CM, maybe it's just like, you know, could just be class, uh, like class guide CM or just some, someone who can take that up and just lead that and just pass it along and they can just you know, internalize it and put it somewhere like, uh, you know, have just like a, a poster board or something that they can put up, hey, you know, this is happening right. and just put it under class, you know, it, but again, I'm not sure how they do it in Blizzard and how they do these bugs or where it goes to, you know, maybe it goes to community, maybe it goes to a, someone's desk or, or whatnot. Um, you're always going to have some things go through the crack too, even if you get a verification that's been passed along. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things we'll just have to wait and hope, um, I guess. And then the next question is, are you going to be heading to BlizzCon? Uh, I am not. I really wanted to this year um, because, uh, you know, my daughter's, she'll be about a year and a half old at the time. And um, oh, okay. my wife is graduating with her master's this, this uh, actually in a couple of weeks. So, you know, we'll be in a good place to be able to do that and to actually be able to afford it. Um, but BlizzCon is the week before um, or maybe the week after uh, the state teacher convention because oh. uh, I am a teacher. Mm-hmm. So I will have the, the Thursday and Friday <laughs> off the week before. <laughs> uh, or the week after, I can't remember which it is. Um, so I can't then take the next Thursday and Friday off, uh, you know, to fly to Anaheim. So um, I really, really wanted to, and I really thought that, um, you know, if BlizzCon was on the same dates as last year, it would have lined up perfectly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so when I saw the date for the convention this year, knowing that I would have those two days off, I was really excited. And then Blizzard, like, made it one day, one week later this year than it was last year. Yeah. So um, they really kind of boned me on that because I was very excited. You know, there was a lot of people who were um, asking me about, you know, whether I was going to be at BlizzCon. And, you know, last year, even if I could have gone, we were we wouldn't have been able to financially swing it. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, this year, you know, I was really kind of figuring uh, we, we uh, would be able to save – save up for it, uh, maybe start a little GoFundMe to send me to BlizzCon or something. But, uh, you know, at the moment, it just, it would, I'd have to use two of my three personal days, um, you know, to go do it, which is just a bit much, especially for, um, for my students. But, uh, you know, never say never. Um, but uh, it looks extremely unlikely that I will be uh, in Anaheim this year, unfortunately. Yeah, you have to go. It's like almost like you have to go uh, grease some palms, is I think the way the old fashioned slang, right? You got to go mm-hmm. and and basically go there and, and I mean, that, I think that's what hopefully there'll be. A, I think there will be a Pico Serenity. I mean, I'm sure there will be a couple of them there. I think Heena Lover mm-hmm. is going as well. He usually goes, uh, but I'm not sure if he's yep. going this year. I'm not, I mean, it's very difficult. Yeah, the, Obviously, it's, this be... is the most difficult people have been able to get tickets because of the whole scalping and sniping bot right. issue with the current this, this universe vendor. Um, so uh, I seem hopefully, though, that they'll people 
uh, in the community can go and then maybe just like pass along information because you know there's always developers there you know and and, and uh, people in the know um, i think i think callie is going so maybe we can we can pass one note off to her to get to get your your foot in the door so to yeah. speak but yeah, I mean, that was that was like kind of even keeping with, you know, with my la with my last point that I was talking about, like, it would be nice if Blizzard kind of saved a couple, you know, tickets to give out to, you know, the people who run these big community sites yeah. and the people who kind of lead these class communities. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't mind paying for it. You know, I'm not saying, like set aside, you know, like guaranteed. Right, right. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I write guides through WoWhead. I know WoWhead gets their, you know, uh, some tickets every couple years, you know, every year, but they're not going to give them just out to the guide members. They have their own, you know, giveaways and stuff like that. But it would, you know, it would be nice kind of if Blizzard set aside, you know, because like you said, they visit the, the guide sites, they visit mm -hmm. the class sites and stuff like that. They know who kind of the big players are, you know, in each spec community. Or even just like reach out um, before it's going on sale and saying, hey, are, right. you, are you interested? We can set these aside, but you'll have to pay for them. Right. Or, I mean, you know, I'd have no problem. I have yeah. no problem paying for it. You know, I don't. Um, I don't think we should get it handed to us just because we run a website or you know write a guide or something. But you know, I think it just would kind of be you know to get those people out there. You know, to people like me and other people who kind of there are the figurehead of a community of thousands of people. You know, it would be a nice kind of olive branch, a nice uh, you know kind of extension. Um, you know, to the people who spend you know really a lot of time you know helping other people to play Blizzard's game. Uh, you know, so I, th I think that that would be nice. You know, I, I see why it wouldn't happen or why it shouldn't happen. You know, how do you decide who is quote unquote worthy? Um, mm -hmm. You know, but, it, you know, it's a nice kind of uh, pie in the sky uh, idea to have. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and, I, you know, I guess this is a good jumping off point to talk about, you know, Peak of Serenity and Walking the Wind. Um, so do you want to yeah. maybe people out there? Uh, just to explain that you know the two, you know what Pika Serenity is, what you know Walking the Wind is, and everything. So they, if they wanted to sure. find out and know more, to where to go. Sure. So um, anyone who's been uh, following me for the last couple of years um, knows that uh, about two years ago I started uh, my own website called it was uh, Walking the Winds dot WordPress dot com. Um, and that was really just kind of uh, for my own uh, mental health. Uh, you know, I was answering a lot of questions on MMO Champion. Um, which was really the primary uh, community location at the time. And uh, I was answering the same question over and over again. So I decided to come up with a site. I could just direct people to it, answer their questions they have there, answer any questions they didn't realize they had or questions that were going to pop up. Um, and it became a lot more successful than I could have imagined. Uh, you know, so last year we kind of upgraded the site, I guess kind of 2.0, brought on Panda, Anaconda, and Rui, um, a couple of the writers to help get some more perspective. Um, and it boomed, you know, really even above and beyond what we expected. I mean, we were getting to the points where we were getting thousands of visitors every day. So it really exploded. Um, even for a relatively small community, it was amazing. And the, um, the community response to it was very amazing too. I, you know, got a lot of comments and stuff on it. So, and a lot of questions about why, um, you know, can't you do something like this for Miss Weaver and Brewmaster? Um, so we decided that we would. Uh, you know, so I, um, Discord has kind of allowed us to communicate a lot more uh, with the community and with each other. Um, and IRC before that, but IRC really wasn't quite as widespread. And, uh, you know, so really what we were able to do um, is kind of pool all of our resources. We had uh, people like Golvin had his own website, uh, Crane Style Healing and uh, Brewing Scribe and, and um, doing Brewmaster and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, so there really was a lot of uh, different different locations uh so i thought you know why don't we just finally go through it and unify everything so um what we did was uh a couple months ago 
uh, well, actually, really just a couple weeks ago, we decided to open up peakofserenity.com um, and uh, start kind of transferring all of my stuff from walkingthewind.com, uh, guard stuff from his blog and stuff, and uh, really kind of unifying it into one place uh, for all monk specs. Um, we had tried a little bit with Chiburst in the past, and that didn't quite work out. But uh, with the advent of Discord, it's allowed us to coordinate a lot better. Um, so now, uh, PikaSerenity.com is kind of the new home for um, all things Monk. Um, if you are someone who enjoyed uh, my windwalking site, um, WalkingTheWind.com, uh, Pika Serenity is basically that uh, for all specs, for Brewmaster and for Miss Weavers, or it will be in the future. Um, we kind of had to scramble for the release uh, with 7.2 because it came a week earlier than most of us um, had heard. Uh, through our various inside sources um, we were very annoyed with that so um, you know the site is not where we would, all would like it to be but it's getting there um, but there's guides there's videos um, my podcast and all my guides have been transitioned over we've added uh, Talby's writing PVP stuff we have a bunch of other authors there's more than a dozen of us working on the site for the various specs so um, like I said if you enjoy walking the wind if you use any of our other guides um, definitely check out peakofserenity.com um, it is uh, going to end up, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, uh, turning into a really great resource for the whole community um, and ties in with Discord because Discord is obviously called Peak of Serenity. So, um, you know, we were I was really excited. I figured it would just kind of be a, a summer uh, project, um, but a lot of people were very interested in helping out and being involved, and I've been very impressed um, with the work that a lot of the other authors have been doing. Callie is back uh, helping out a little bit with Brewmasters. You know, she's uh, returning to Monk a little bit more, um, as well as a bunch of people, some top-end uh, players, people who had played at the top-end, you know, just getting a lot of uh, different um, perspectives and stuff. So definitely, if you haven't already, uh, head over to PikaSerenity.com and uh, give a look. There is a ton of content there already. Um, and we will be working to add more, um, you know, every week, every couple weeks to keep it evolving, keep it improving uh, based on what kind of community wants and needs. Uh, yeah. And uh, well, the good thing is, too, is that uh, I guess the as far as uh, cross linking between different uh, members of the community, I think is the one thing I like the most of it is that if you're, for instance, you know, maybe used to watching or you know, reading your stuff, but then they know, oh, there's so-and-so is doing, you know, another item or, oh, you know, mm -hmm. oh, there's Mistweaver articles. I didn't know there's, you know, maybe I'll check a look at that. And then you can go in there and, and take a look. And then it kind of spreads out the knowledge and, and it kind of lets people understand there's more than just, you know, a few people in the community. And, right. And, and, just, and you know, centralizes everything too, which is the, the biggest. You don't have to worry about going to which site to go to to get your information. You can just go to one site and then just click around. Right. I mean, and there's, and there's things that I don't understand as well. I'm not great with openers or with understanding serenity and really those kind of next level mm -hmm. um, mechanic stuff. I'm not that great with it, but there are many other people who are. So though there are some really great articles that are out and that are coming out for windwalkers and for misweavers, um, you know, all, you know, great reads. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, uh, it's really nice to kind of have everything in one place. Um, you know, so you can just bookmark one site and know that you can go there and get all of the Windwalker, Brewmaster, or Mistweaver uh, information you could possibly need. And then uh, is there also a Patreon, too, for if people wanted to directly support the, the site? Yes. Yes, we do have a uh, we have a Patreon account. Um, it was pretty. It was the one that I was using for WalkingTheWind.com. Uh, we just transitioned it for Pika Serenity. And, uh, you know, if you sign up through um, 
through Patreon. Um, it also gets you access to a special little uh, channel on the Peak of Serenity the Monk uh, class Discord, uh, where you get a little bit more access to those authors. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of a nice, turning into a nice little hangout place. I had one for Walking the Wind, so we've kind of transitioned it there. Uh, but yeah, you can support us through Patreon, um, which that money all gets divided up between all the authors. So um, everybody uh, kind of gets uh, a little bit of help um, helps to justify all the time that we spend with it. Um, we also have a PayPal uh, set up specifically like that. And, uh, you know, it's not a, a for-profit website. You know, we're not going to be mm -hmm. shelling out ads or anything like that. But, um, you know, some of, some of these articles take many hours and guides take days and stuff to work on. So, um, you know, any support, any appreciation, you know, is, is greatly uh, appreciated. Yeah, definitely. And then also the one thing to note that, uh, it just, you know, not really like more of an incentive for the authors, but then it helps them out so they don't have to worry, oh, you know, hey, I need to go do so-and-so because I can't devote this time because I have right. to go to work or, or you know, just something, you know, real, real life stuff. And it just helps them saying, hey, you know, we realize, you know, your content's great. So, you know, and, you know, we want to help support, you know, what you're doing for the community. Um, you know, a lot of people right. are, are going to Patreon, which I think is better than doing the ad stuff just because ads are a little bit too intrusive these days and, and people are kind of getting sick of them. Also, Adblock remote, makes them right. most minute for a lot of sites. Or if you have an Adblock go, ad block go around, it just kind of irks people, which unfortunately, you know, one of the sites that I'm not going to get into, but, you know, that people get upset about recently. Another one of those drama things that's been going on for the last like six months or so. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just kind of let's just say, hey, you know, come here if you, you know, we're offering it for free, but support is greatly welcomed. And hopefully, you know, you know more people can go and you know, go there and read the articles because they're, they're great and they come out. I think there's an article a day or multiple articles a day. And generally, is it usually before every Tuesday? I think most of the articles come out for people. Um, and then, yeah, we, and then we try to patch, uh... patch wrap ups, patch, you know, follow ups, right. things like that. So if you, you know, if you maybe haven't gotten into seven point two yet, you know, go ahead and head there and then read that content for uh, for if you're a class, if you're maybe or if you have an alt too, which is great. You know, it's, it's really easy to read, and I read a couple of articles, and it's very intuitive. It's not you don't have to have like a math degree or anything like that. <laughs> it's all laid out really easily, um, and yeah, really, really actually, uh, really happy about how it's turning out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, since like you know, like I mentioned, I do have a daughter, you know. Some of the, you know, the, the support that I was getting through Patreon and PayPal really makes it easy for me, you know, for my wife to watch my daughter, you know, for an hour or so, so I can mm -hmm. come down and write an article or do a podcast like this or stuff like that. So, I mean, uh, you know, most of us, you know, who play this game are older, you know, than we were when we started. Uh, you know, many of us are, are adults and stuff, so it's not easy necessarily to just find the time to do this. Um, you know, so the support that we get, even just you know, positive words, you know, and, uh, you know, I understand a lot of people play this game, you know, our college students, you know, and stuff like that, you know, not everyone can even spare a dollar, you know, a mm -hmm. month, um, you know, so even just, you know, words of encouragement and stuff, you know, everything helps, um, you know, and it was always very important for me to not lock anything behind a paywall. I didn't want it to be a subscription, you know, anything like that, you know, here's my content. If you enjoy it and you can spare a dollar, five, ten, a thousand, you know, whatever, then uh, by all means do so, um, you know, but I didn't want to, um, you know, kind of force people to get the information that they really could find elsewhere. It was always very important um, to not have any of that stuff uh, locked away. But, you know, when, when, it, when, you, when I spent a lot of time doing it on the site, as I did initially, you know, I didn't start, I didn't really have anything 
any way for people to help support me, you know, but then I start hearing about these Twitch streamers that get, you know, hundreds of donations in a day. And I'm like, well, hang on a second. I didn't realize this was even possible, but, uh, you know, Patreon is a really great service and it's, it especially, um, allows us to be more connected with our patrons. Um, I will frequently send out kind of a poll, um, to the patrons and ask, uh, you know, what kind of stuff should I work on next? Is there anything that you're really itching to read about? Uh, stuff like that. And, and the discord channel really helps with that. So, um, you know, um, like Golvin said, you know, if you really, if you enjoy what we provide, um, understand that we do it really out of the goodness of our hearts. Um, you know, so if you can spare, uh, you know, if you want to support us, even if it's, um, you know, by spreading the word about the sites that more people, um, read it and, uh, you know, heart starts, uh, kind of saving up some time and not seeing the same question over and over and over again. Uh, you know, we are, um, always looking for help and support. And if you're somebody that feels that you know a lot about the game, uh, a lot about certain things, and you'd like to write an article, then please, by all means, uh, reach out to me. Um, the bar for writing an article is pretty high, you know, so, um, don't just be, you know, Joe Schmo off the street, but, um, you know, if you're listening and you thought, oh, you know, I, I really get this or, or I'd really love, a, uh, you know, an article about this for, for any spec. I mean, I, you know, I can pass it on, uh, to somebody else. The authors of each article are pretty well displayed, um, so that people know who's kind of working on what, um, and discord really allows us to, uh, communicate with everybody, um, in a faster way. I mean, we have special announcement channels set up on Discord, um, you know, for people who kind of subscribe, quote unquote, to those specs, and that helps us get a lot of information out quickly. So uh, Discord in, in conjunction with peakofserenity.com is really um, kind of this new age way of uh, making sure that the as many people in the community are as well informed and get, uh, you know, a high level of content uh, as much as possible. Yeah, definitely. Um... I think that's going to wrap up everything I wanted to talk about. Thanks for coming on, Mr. Babylonius, and discussing no uh, all Windwalker stuff today. It's been a quite a little bit since our last show. We talked about Brewmaster, so it's kind of good to follow up, and mm-hmm. uh, especially past 7.2, because I was thinking about doing one before 7.2, but then I wanted to make sure we had everything in, and it's been a you know week or two, and we have all the hotfixes are in and everything, so we can kind of get a better scope of it, and then uh, just have to wait and see when the next raid zone when Tumas Targaris actually opens up we're able to go in there um, and, and check it yep. out. Um, and I guess then the last thing would be if they, people want to get in touch with you, I know we kind of talked about a little bit, you know, Pika Serenity yep. or Discord, but if they wanted to get in touch with you personally, do, uh, you know, your Twitter, Twitch, everything, do you have a, how would they uh, like to get in touch with yep. you? Um, yeah, the best way, you know, is typically through Discord, um, you know, but most of the time if you have a question, uh, you know, somebody else can answer it uh, and I do sleep at some point. So, um, you know, get at me through discord is always great. Um, I do have a Twitter, um, at Babylonius monk. I have a YouTube channel where I post, um, my kill videos as well as, um, some guides and my video commentary. I've started doing that, which is kind of goofy. Um, and that's youtube.com slash Babylonius monk. Um, uh, you can find me, let's see a discord, Twitter, YouTube. I'm missing something. Twitch. Twitch, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, I do stream all of our raids. I only raid seven hours a week, so I don't stream a ton. Uh, if I do sometimes find the time to do our alt runs on Sunday, um, then I'll stream that as well. But uh, my Twitch is uh, twitch.tv slash Babylonius. Uh, so um, then there's links from one thing to everything else. So kind of if you find one, uh, you can find them all. Um, but, uh, you know, really the main place, if you ever have any questions, make sure to check out, uh, peak of uh, We really tried to set it up 
so that it can be as intuitive to find the information that you want as possible um, without being um, kind of mind numbing. Um, you know, but definitely if you have any questions that are not answered on the site, you know, let me know um, because chances are other people have the same questions. So, um, yep, that's how, you know, Twitch, Twitch, Twitter, Discord, YouTube. Um, you can find me in game if you want, but uh, I don't, uh, I'm not really in game all that often. So uh, you don't really have a strong chance of catching me there. Yeah, and uh, thanks for coming on this week and talking about that all the monk stuff. It's uh, great to catch up with you. No problem. I, I love doing this stuff. I started doing my own podcast because this is just the <laughs> coolest thing. Oh yeah, well, where can we get uh, listen to that? Is that I mean, pick us around any, But what's the what's the name of that podcast? Yeah, that it's it's just a continuation. It was Walking the Wind uh, podcast. So I've just kind of kept it as Walking the Wind because it is. Uh, but you can find that under the Windwalker tab um, on uh, Picus Rain. And I do believe it's also on iTunes. I did kind of transfer it over uh, from WalkingTheWind.com to PicasRenny.com. So I don't know if there's any weirdness with iTunes, but uh, you should be able to find it um, on iTunes um, as well for as just under Walking the Wind uh, podcast. Yeah, so go ahead and give that a give that a follow and a listen on iTunes. Um, and then uh, give it a nice thumbs up rating and then just just thumbs up not not stars just i want a thumbs up so just do like a, a facebook you can like rate stuff? i have to go check that people rated my yeah, stuff if you now? can you can rate and oh no <laughs> people um, gonna reel my stuff i didn't know <laughs> uh, but if you want to get in touch with us hey, uh, follow on uh, twitter at monk podcast uh, monkcraftpodcast.com and then show up monkcraftpodcast.com if you want to send any emails uh, but twitter is always the best if you have any questions or any want to follow anything uh, we do try to follow uh, tweet out people uh, in the community if there's any articles or anything that's coming out pertinent that's uh you know is good for the community uh but yeah and then the picasrony.com we're uh you know kind of i guess affiliated with quotations uh but definitely gonna be you know putting things out there and and getting that that rolling along so we kind of have like a central point for the community and again thank you uh, babylonius for coming on and talking about windwalker today and it's always great to talk with you and thanks uh, for having me yeah anytime anytime and then uh, thank you out there for listening to Minecraft Podcast. Take care.